Grace, what is it? How do we experience it? The concept and experience of grace moves me to tears at times, causes me to sing, but it causes me above all just to be thankful to God for what he's done. I hope our talk today helps me and you experience grace and helps us to see how grace is active in the process of change. thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with him and helping you live intentionally for him every day. Grace and truth go hand in hand in the process of transformation. Without truth, grace leads to do whatever the heck you want. Without grace, truth can lead to shame or legalism. If you want to change, you have to experience both grace and truth. We'll look at truth in the next episode. So today, what is grace? Grace is the undeserved acceptance and love received from another. In the Christian circle, we've mostly focused on God as the giver of grace and defined grace as the unmerited favor of God. But grace can be given to and received from a friend or a family member, or even a complete stranger. Today we're going to talk about receiving grace, but we can also quickly give grace as well. Three places that we need to receive grace from. God, ourselves, and others. If we're going to change, if we're going to experience transformation, if we're going to experience freedom from our masters of sin, we need to experience undeserved acceptance and love from God from others, and from ourselves. So let's look at each dispenser of grace. God is the first dispenser of grace. Let's look at how experiencing just the grace of God. We definitely see grace as part of our salvation process. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. But there's more to grace than just our salvation. We need grace for our sanctification. As Paul writes to the churches that he helps, he constantly, over and over and over, says grace and peace to you. They already have grace, the grace of salvation, but he's sending them more grace? Huh? So let's look at what Paul writes to his young protege, 2 Timothy, in 2 Timothy 2.1. He tells Timothy to be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Timothy's going to need the strength that comes from God's grace. Timothy, to live as a follower of Jesus, will need God's grace. God will continue to give you unmerited favor. Paul knew that Timothy would mess up, so Timothy needed God's grace to keep on. You and I need to walk in the grace of God every day. We're going to mess up. Heck, I mess up every day, almost every minute. But God continues to give us more grace so we can live free from the past and the screw-ups and so that we can grow into all that he wants us to be. To change, you and I have got to preach the gospel to ourselves each and every day. We've got to ask God for his grace to give us strength and to keep us in the fight. God is a giver of unconditional love and acceptance to us. So experience the gift every day. 
even on the days you mess up, experience God's grace. Peter helps us to see that grace is part of our maturity and transformation. Listen to 2 Peter 3, verse 18. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. As you and I continue to grow toward Christian maturity, we will grow in our grace. It's not, a just, it's not just a one-time experience. It's a daily experience of God's love and favor toward us. He forgives you, so confess, confess your sin and grow up. Experience the grace of God and change. Others is the second dispenser of grace that we need. Not only do we need to experience grace from God, we need to experience acceptance and love from each other. I saw how we need to experience grace from each other when I was helping a friend of mine who just could not shake his past. He couldn't shake his particular sin. He kept beating himself up. So one day we were talking, and I just sensed the Holy Spirit prompt me, dispense grace by telling him that he's forgiven. So I grabbed his shoulders, I looked him square in the face, and I said, you are forgiven. I watched the guilt let go of him. I watched him feel the relief of the burden. And I watched the forgiveness and grace just pour over him. As ambassadors ambassadors of God, we can be his mouthpieces and dispense grace to those around us. Listen to Colossians 3.13. Bearing with one another, if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. We will walk with others. We will carry each other's burdens. We will do life together. People are going to mess up in our community. People are going to hurt you. I have watched small groups break down and fall apart because members can't forgive each other. We've got to forgive each other. We have got to love and we've got to accept others no matter what. Our motivation is because we've experienced that from God. We've experienced the grace of God. He has forgiven us. So if you're the one walking walking in sin, you might need to man up and just ask for grace. You've got to admit that you were wrong and apologize. If you and your brother, you and your brother are both at fault, be big enough to go first. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for him to for, dispense grace to you, and then you dispense grace to him. Ephesians 4, 4.29, it helps us to see that we are all dispensers of grace. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for the building up of others, as it fits the occasions, that it may give grace to those who hear it. In our words, we can build up. In our words, we can give grace, we can love, and we can accept others. So as we use our words, we help others experience grace, and you need people to be speakers of grace into your life. So find some people who can speak grace to you. So we need to experience grace from God, and we need to experience grace from others. But there's one more way we need to experience grace and forgiveness, and it might be the hardest one. We need to dispense grace to ourselves. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to give grace to ourselves. I was struggling with a sin and wanting to change, but I just could not get past my past. I could not move on. I felt God's grace and I had reconciled with those my sin had harmed, but I was still trapped. So a trusted, trusted mentor set me down and reminded me how I had given grace to others. 
But then he just slammed me. He said, Jeff, if you were walking with someone struggling in the same way you are, you would not do to them what you're doing to yourself. Jeff, give yourself some grace. Change the way you talk to yourself. Forgive yourself or you will never grow. That conversation changed everything. I started thinking, how would I walk with someone that was in the spot I was in? And I started to treat myself the way that I would treat that person who was walking through the same thing. I would talk to that, and I started to talk to myself the same way that I would talk to that friend that was trying to change. So in the area you're trying to change, give yourself some grace. Accept who you are. Love yourself. Quit beating yourself up. And give yourself some grace. Experience grace in the addition to effort, truth, time, and community, and you will see transformation. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.